We're back again for another uh, episode of our podcast to be able to bring in a normal, hopefully uh, common dialogue about what it is to be a disciple. One of the things that we're passionate uh, on this podcast about is just trying to make this relationship with God something that uh, doesn't seem always super spiritual or just served for religious services or just for the high level theological discussions. Although hopefully we have those things, hopefully those things are part of our lives. Those aren't negative things, but sometimes we just forget that while I'm doing the dishes or driving in a car or while I'm at work or just spending time with my kids can be a, a very high level spiritual moment. And, and there's discipleship happening all around us all the time. And this podcast has always been geared around that. And so we're glad to be back. If you're new with us, uh, again, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Pastor Dan Hertzler, pastor at Refuge Church in Manor, PA. And I have with me these two guys. I'm Ryan. And I'm Mike. And uh, these two guys are in their uh, mid to late 20s, just trying to figure their own lives out as we all are. And we have these discussions and dialogues, not to be experts, uh, but to, again, just hopefully ignite something or begin conversations that will carry over into maybe your church setting or carry over into uh, good relationships you have with brothers and sisters in Christ or, or just normal conversations even you have with coworkers because the reality is whether you think you're religious or you're not, we're all disciples of something. We're all learners of something. We all believe in a worldview or how the world works. And so these kind of hopefully conversations can be ongoing and, and be regular. And we thought because of given the time of the year and as we are uh, starting a new school year, uh, it'd be a good time to just talk about how to have a prayer or to pray for our kids or uh, the community or the world around us as we enter into another school year. There seems to be uh, in our culture two real main newness or new beginnings. Uh, obviously, uh, January 1st and everyone has New Year's resolutions. I think that's a wonderful time to talk about uh, changes and habits and newness and health, all good discussions and dialogues. It seems like there's this other time as summer winds down and now fall begins, there's a, a newness that comes again, a start or we turn back to patterns and habits uh, and school seems to fit around that even if you don't have kids uh, there's still that part whether it's you know football season or fall weather or pumpkin lattes I mean it's this whole idea of just like okay that chapter of the summer's over and now there's this newness and and we get back into our either our our good old habits or maybe our bad old habits or bad routines or or we look and say hey here's a here's a fresh start something new and so we want to take this opportunity to, to kind of talk about that how do we how do we approach that if you have little ones at home you're probably already starting to think about bedtimes and wake up times and back to school shopping and those things. If you uh, have maybe some teenagers or middle school, high school, you're thinking about, you know, okay, uh, you know, what, what, um, you know, new activities or clubs or, uh, or new adventures they're going to get into. You have college students, you're thinking about getting to move back and, and paying for college and all sorts of discussions and dialogues, or maybe, uh, you know, maybe you're a homeschool parent and, and you're thinking about, okay, you know, summer's over and now we got to change the, our, everything that we do and getting them back into school. There's all these different new and thoughts and, and it's a great opportunity to look at those. And so I'm just curious, you know, for, for you guys, you're not too far removed for me it's a long time ago I was in school but you know what was like the beginning of a school year like for you Ryan or, or what are your thoughts as, as a kid growing up um, I just definitely remember 
you know, going to the store with my mom and my siblings and it was just like, oh man, we got to get all the supplies, <laughs> you know, just like, oh, I can't believe we're starting a new <laughs> year again. We're doing this thing again. Uh, I, I just even remember, you know, as a, as a young kid, like in elementary school thinking like how many times I would have to do this again and again, I'm like, man, I still gotta do this 10 more times, you know? And then, then if I go to college and I gotta do it four more times, you know? So I think there always was this kind of like not looking forward to like jumping back in. You're so used to, you know, just kind of doing whatever in the summer and hanging out with friends. And it's like, God, now I got to go to bed at a, you know, a little earlier and get up a little earlier. And, but there was too, this part of it with like, but now I get to see my friends even more regularly, Mm. you know, that was like the only, I feel like saving grace of going back to school was just that, that anticipation of no, but I do get to see my friends more. You know, we get to hang out at recess or, you know, getting older, just, you know, study halls or things and whatnot. So it it was definitely some conflicting feelings of, man, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to be with some people who I like hanging did, out with. Did you get nervous or is there any anxiousness? Was there any worries or fears? Could you remember? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely would get a little nervous. I think for the first couple of days, uh, you know, even where, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, at any point in my schooling, I feel like just getting kind of settled into a new mm-hmm. thing, Yeah, not really knowing what to expect, not really knowing, you know, my teachers or even, you know, college professors and yeah. just, you know, especially in college that like syllabus, it's like waiting with like, <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. What is this actually going to entail for yeah. this semester? Yeah. So I think there is that like, you know, definitely felt nervous of, yeah. You know, I don't know what's coming. Yeah. Are you a guy that likes new things? Are you like new adventures? I definitely like new adventures. I don't know if I would say that I specifically liked, I, I don't know if I thought of school yeah. as like an adventure, Yeah. but I definitely, I think once we got into like the class, it was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Now yeah. that I got like an idea of what it is yeah. now I'm like starting to, you know, get excited about Cause you, you're pretty, just by nature, you, you, you engage conversations, dialogues. You're not afraid of, of meeting new people and stuff like yeah. that. But I can't imagine, you know, there are people that, and, and I'm a little bit like that as well too, but there are people that, you know, Hey, they're more introverted. They're more mm-hmm. shy. Um, you know, they like what's familiar, what's known. And now it's something new. And it, it, I mean, there's probably a lot of, you know, yeah. real anxiousness that comes mm-hmm. from kids that we don't think about, right. As, yeah. as, as adults, we think about the, all the other stuff and kids are the ones that are actually having to walk into new environments, new places, mm-hmm. new, new situations. So, uh, Mike, how about you? What, you know, what do you remember really as a, as a kid during this time of back to school stuff? Yeah, I think I, I share a lot of the same sentiments that, that Ryan described. And um, it was always, I think for me, a little bit of a mixed bag, um, you know, and it certainly, uh, my uh, status as an academic, I think deteriorated the order that I got um, <laughs> until, I, so I actually transferred my last two years of school I spent in the public school system. Yeah. Um, I went from a private Christian school to public and um like this isn't a commentary on those two things. It was just the, the, the two schools that I went to, I went from people that, um, 
didn't always teach the best. And so for me, my attitude was, well, then I'm not going to do the homework if you didn't teach it to me. <laughs> and that still hurt my grade. And I still didn't learn anything to people that really enjoyed and loved teaching. Yeah. And, um, and so I discovered that I'm a little bit of an academic, which was fun. Like that was mm-hmm. a cool discovery whenever yeah. I actually got there. Yeah. Um, but definitely, you know, as a, as a kid, a lot of, I think anxiety and feeling just the pressure. If I am, examining now, Mm. like looking back, I don't think I would have been able to put it into these words then. Yeah. But just recognizing the, the pressure, um, that was there to succeed and what a school system calls acceptable versus what may or may not be acceptable, you know, at home or, you know, looking at the realities of how competitive academia is now Mm. and, and Mm. how, you know, there's, millions of people that are all, you know, working towards the same jobs. And as a kid, like you're hearing these conversations and you're trying to figure out, well, what does life look like? And, and, you know, even trying to figure out, okay, so what, what's it required to be happy in life? And well, then I have to have a good job and to get a good job, I have to do well in school. And, you know, being in an environment where I I wasn't excelling as much, um, as things got more complex, that was super stressful. Yeah. I mean, I remember even not so much in high school, but in, in college feeling this, like, honestly, sometimes it was this unbearable burden of this pressure to perform. Mm. Like, you know, like I had to do really well, Yeah, you know, whether it was to make my parent, my parents proud or what, whatever, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I Even don't, just necess- pride, yeah. I don't, you know, maybe it was, yeah, just pride in me or whatnot, but it just felt like there was just something that was weighing on me so heavily. Like if I did not get like a really good grade on something, it just destroyed me. Yeah. And that yeah. definitely, I felt like was heightened at the beginning of the school year because it's like, whatever you get on that first test, paper, exam, whatever, that's what your grade is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, candidly, like I'm, so I'm, I'm still in seminary. Right. And I have a lot of the same thoughts. Like, Mm -hmm. and I I think through that whenever some of the classes you're required to take, and then you think about the other ones and you're like, well, I know I excel with this professor. I want to get as many, you know what I mean? And, and trying to, you know, and, and it's, it's a lot when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, and we, you know, want to kind of look at the really three categories in this discussion. One is is the kid side of it, and that's kind of what we just shared a little bit. And and I think it's important that we remind ourselves of that. Um, you know, uh, we both, you know, uh, we grew up different areas, but we both were removed from the area that we're in now of social media, where yeah. kids, um, you know, we would go to school and we'd come home, and. Um, for some, um, school is the safest place because home was, was awful for others. Uh, school was awful and home was, was safer. Um, but no matter what now it feels like everything follows us. <laughs> we can't get away from it because we have all the, uh, the social media that follows us no matter where we go. And it feels like it's 24 seven. And so, uh, you know, kids do, are facing, uh, great pressures. Uh, they're fearing, um, performance or anxiety over relationships, bullying, uh, the mental health of, of uh, our kids and those that are in schooling, uh, whether it's college all the way down, uh, is real. And, and we need to be reminded of that. Um, you know, uh, and then there's the parent side of it. You know, <clears throat> there are parents that are seeing the school year uh, coming and they're th- stressing out because of maybe ha- not having money to pay for 
school supplies or pay for college or uh, maybe they're looking at they've enjoyed their summer with their time with their kids and now they're losing that or uh, maybe they have to rework their whole thing because they're homeschooling kids and now they have to get back into that mindset of being teacher or you know whatever uh, however that plays out so so there's a lot on parents and then you know you think of our our schools in general you think of the administrators teachers uh, uh, you know I know here in PA uh, Pennsylvania you know there's a real uh, teacher shortage going on uh, and you know people are just choosing not to want to do it and and then that makes bigger classrooms and all sorts of other problems that come so uh, again I think it's such a great opportunity uh, really for us as disciples of Christ to look and say, hey, here, here's some chances that we have to really pray for people. Uh, we have a chance to really stop and listen uh, to what people are facing, whether it's a, a five-year-old going to kindergarten and just saying, hey, you know what, uh, you know, are you excited? Are you nervous? Tell me about it, you know, and, and as simple as the phrase, you know, cast all our cares upon the Lord, we can teach our kids to cast their cares upon the Lord at a really young age to, you know, whether they're in middle school or high school and they're thinking about, you know, the pressures of performance or they're thinking about what are they going to do with their lives and all the things that come up, we can stop and listen to that. Or whether it's parents, we can stop and listen. I, I think there's a real great opportunity that we have uh, to do that. And so, uh, Mike, I just kind of throw it your direction this this time, just like, you know, uh, as somebody that, um, you know, you, you have a passion for seeing people uh, take their faith in a real way and, and beyond church and that stuff. Like, how, how would you encourage somebody to use this moment? Like, you know, I said earlier back in, you know, I think New Year's resolution is a great time to use that as a chance. How would you use this moment to help uh, kind of have these conversations with people? Yeah. Well, first off, that's kind. Thank you um, for saying that. But uh, just to completely level uh, with you both, but also with whoever's listening, you know, I'm, I'm 29. I'm, I don't have any children, um, yeah. let alone that are school age. And, you know, like you said, it's a different era. It's a different stage of life. And, um, you know, my, my wife and I have, have a good bit going on. And one of our, I saw that this is what the topic was. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, okay, this will be more of a Ryan episode, <laughs> student ministry, like, <laughs> All of that. And as I sat down here, I really felt like the Lord started to speak to me and really challenge and convict me in, in some of this in, in a good way where, you know, Jesus in his discourse, the Sermon on the Mount, um, says that the posture of the redeemed is to be like a city on a hill hmm. and just recognizing and remembering that just because my stage of life does not involve much of what we're talking about. Yeah even though I have family that work and all that and everything like that doesn't mean that it's not still going on. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm not still called to have some semblance of activity yeah. in uh, even at the bare minimum praying mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and really recognizing again, whether it's the kids, whether it's the parents that are making decisions, whether it is, um, the teachers and administrators and faculty and, yeah. you know, from, you know, the, the senior administrators all the way to the janitors. Yeah. Um, we are a people who are called to be a city on a hill, which at night, especially in the ancient near East would just lit the whole sky up and yeah. it was seen as like a safe Haven. That's where you were trying to get to if you were in the dark yeah. and you needed somewhere to be and somewhere to be safe. Yeah. And 
like we are called to be a part of our community. It doesn't mean that we're all volunteering in the schools or whatever that looks like, but it does mean that that we can still take these things before the throne of God. We can still pray for, you know, whatever we think of anything, Mm -hmm. you know, we can still bring those individuals before the throne of grace. In fact, I think we're called to, and to advocate on their behalf, whether we agree with the decisions that they're making or not, we can still lift up our children or our friends, children, or even just people that that we know and, 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 and bring that forward because of the immense pressures and anxieties that they might be facing, whether it's from social media or from their future, um, or decisions that parents are making, you know, whether, to, to go to this school or to that school or, or, or do whatever because parents are all working for the benefit of their kids or yeah. at least we hope so yeah. and, and and to just be that type of encouragement that kind of light that's the kind of people that we're called to be in prayer I think often takes a back seat. I know it does even in my own life at times. And yet it's one of the most powerful things that we're called to lift up and to use. Yeah. And so it's been challenging. It's been convicting, yeah. but it's, it's a simple step, but I, I think it's to, to just remember that regardless of the season of life that you are in, the rest of the world is still happening mm. and the enemy wants you to be distracted. Yeah. And forget that this is this is the kind of reality that's still going on. Oh, that's a great point. I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that perspective because it's so easy for us to really just think, well, this is the only thing I have to deal with, or this is the world that I'm in right now. And then, you know, we forget what it was like to, you know, um, you know, the first year parent sending their kid off to kindergarten, or the first parent sending their kid to college, or the last kid that's going off, and now there's an empty house, or you know, or, or that kid's already gone, and right. this is your first year yeah. without, yeah, or or the the people that are listening that want kids and don't have kids yeah. and would love to be in these moments. I mean, the reality is that there's so much, you know, that that everything that everyone's just facing, and we can just say, well, this is the only thing that affects me. I remember someone once saying, you know, one of the worst things that they thought happened to modern society was air condition. <laughs> and I remember when they said that, I was like. You're crazy, man. I love air, my air conditioning. But what they, what they meant by that is what we did is we put up our windows and, and we basically blocked out the world to just feel comfortable in our own yeah. houses or cars or whatever. And again, I love air conditioning. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that as much, but, but there's the truth to that, that that's how we live life. We put up our windows, we block everything else out and we just want to be as comfortable as we can. And I think there's some things where we have to be reminded of these. So, uh, you know, hey, maybe we challenge every time you hear a back-to-school commercial just just as a chance to you to pray for, yeah. for those parents or pray for the teachers and, and the students, like you said. I mean, uh, you know, you might not agree with what's happening or going on or you might want to choose something different, but you still have – there are still people that are in those things or there are still people dealing with that stuff, and, and they need our prayers. I mean, there's there's serious wars and battles going on for – for different things that, that we got to be praying about. So, um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do, especially this episode was not just talk about it, but actually do that, actually pray. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you joked about Ryan being in student ministry as well. Uh, <laughs> I chose him to, to be the one to, to pray. Uh, I just thought, you know, Hey, wherever you're at in this podcast, if you could just join us in this time, uh, we do want to pray for students. We want to pray for parents. We want to pray for our teachers, administrators. Uh, we want to be the kind of people that pray um, and be known for that. And so uh, I asked Ryan just to have his time just to, just to pray. Father, we, we come to you um, just by grace in this moment. Uh, Lord, just knowing, Lord, what is ahead? Uh, just this new school year, Lord, and just all the new things just for all the people, you know, just parents and teachers and students. 
Um, but, but God, we, we come to you, Lord, knowing that, that your hand moves the whole world. Uh, we pray to you, God of all creation, Lord, and just ask, uh, Lord, just in this moment, Lord, that you would just be preparing hearts, Lord, um, just for this new school year, Lord, just lifting up these students, um, God, Lord, just in this time that many may feel anxious, many may feel nervous, um, Lord, I just pray that there would just be a, uh, just a joy, Lord, that would rise up, Lord, in these students that would be from you. Um, God, just knowing that that this school year, Lord, I just pray that it would be um, just a year of, of true blessing. Um, God, Lord, not just increasing in knowledge, Lord, but one that would just be, be an actual character-building year for students. Lord, that there would just be an increase in love in the school districts, Lord. Uh, Lord, we just pray against, Lord, just bullying, um, Lord, and kids that come to school to, you know, because they're hurt at home, um, they, they feel the need to hurt others. Lord, I just pray there would be a, a mending and a healing in the home, uh, Lord, that would translate into the schools, Lord, that there would be just a peace from above, Lord, that would be truly unexplainable other than this is from the God of creation. This is a peace unexplainable. It is a joy truly from God. Uh, Lord, and just even in those students who do want to go back to school, Lord, I just pray, Father, Lord, just for the pressures, um, just a performance, Lord, I pray that you would just lift that. God, that this place, Lord, would just be a, a place of freedom, Lord, for kids to grow, for them to develop, um, Lord, but they're not to be just this, this pressure that is debilitating, this pressure that feels like handcuffs to um, just the expectations of the world, but God, that there would just be a, just a freedom from that mentality, Lord, and just, uh, just a safe space for these kids to be. Um, Lord, I pray you would just bring um, people students, Lord, just to Christ, Lord, that this would be a school year where there would be a boldness um, just from students who already know you to want to live with you and, and follow you in the school walls, Lord, in the home, Lord, in wherever they are, wherever school happens, Lord, I pray there would just be a boldness in these students to rise up in Christ just to represent you well just to truly reflect who you are in the word in this school. And Lord, I just uh, pray over the teachers, um, you know, just coming back from this, this break, Lord, I just pray they would be so well rested that they would just be really desiring to get back and pour into these students. Lord, I pray just that there would be a, uh, just a pure, pure motives, pure intentions uh, just pure desire for the best of these students, Lord, that there wouldn't be any agendas, any manipulation, Lord, just in influencing these kids in ways of destruction. Lord, I pray against that, Lord, and that there would just be influence in life, Lord, influence, Lord, just for, for 
just the, the true goodness of these students and just truly in knowing you, God, I pray that the teachers, that there would just be within the teaching community, uh, just a strong Christian community, just a community of teachers just rallying around you and just you know, joining hands and just, uh, you know, in a spiritual sense, just to pray for their kids, you know, just that these classrooms would be classrooms of, of, of truly just a, a, a spiritual, um, awakening for teachers, for students, Lord. But, um, God, I pray that there would be, uh, just a real joy in these teachers, Lord, and, and, and that they would know just the great responsibility and calling that you have on their lives just to raise up this next generation. Um, God, we're, we're fools if we think that, you know, our generation has figured it out and we got it all figured out. But, Lord, I just pray that there would just be a imparting of real wisdom into this next generation from these teachers. And Lord, just all the administrators and the parents, uh, Father, just give them comfort in just knowing that you are in control, that you are God, that you are good. Um, Lord, and that they don't truly have to have everything figured out. It's okay to trust you, and that's what they're called to do. Lord, but even just in this transition back, um, Lord, for those parents who need a break or who don't want to, you know, this school year to start, Lord, I just pray that their spirits would be encouraged, that they would just feel confident in just the place that they're sending their children or in the home that they're raising them and teaching them in. Um, but Lord, we just surrender this school year to you. To you. Uh, we want you to be glorified. We want your name to be lifted up. We want these students to know you. So, Lord, we pray against any evil that comes against these schools, these children, the teachers, the administrators, the parents, Lord. We pray against that evil. We, we pray you would remove it and replace it with your good. Lord, that there would be a true redemption and restoration of the schools just in our, in our state, in our nation, Lord, and even in the world. So, God, would you be blessed this school year? Would there be an exceedingly uh, just abundant just springing up of fruit that would be the testimony of God is in this place and our God is good. So I just pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if there's anything we can do to help you in this or if just you're feeling maybe an extra sense of whatever it may be this time of year uh, because of the beginning of a school year, we, uh, we'd love to help out in any way possible. You can email us at info at churchrefuge.com. And, uh, you know, if it's just simple prayer, we would love to be able to do that. Uh, but just take this moment, this opportunity, wherever uh, you may find yourself in whatever season, wherever place you may be, and just use it as a chance to be praying for one another. <laughs>